What's up, Jesus people? It's Ursula. Hey, 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 and AJ. Welcome to the One Law Sheep podcast and to Signs of the End Times, where we take a look at Old and New Testament prophecy regarding the end times. Get ready, y'all. <laughs> Creepy. We are starting later today. It feels... It feels weird to record at the end of the day. Yeah. I know. How was your day? It was great. The whole day. <laughs> the whole day was fantastic. How was yours? It, not busy. It was not busy. <laughs> I'm not saying that anymore. <laughs> I say it's busy every time. Every was, time I ask, I know. How are you doing? Busy. It was dead. I'm dead. I had a dead day. <laughs> Just uh, well, how was your boring dead day? It was great. Hey, you know what? We're a few days into Lent. How are you? Did you give anything up? I actually... I did. Yeah. I gave up cussing. How's that going? I think I heard you cuss the I other day. I don't think it's going well. You probably did. Maybe give something else. Up. I will say, no, I was going to say I'm more aware of it, but I've been aware of it. So I'm giving up. But I also am reading the Gospels. I'm going to read the Gospels. Oh, Matthew, Mark, through, Luke, John. Yes. All the way through, which... I started over again. So I've already read some of it. So I was like, no, I'm starting from the beginning. So obviously I go all over the place. So now I'm like, nope, all the way through. Starting yeah. with Matthew. So of course, right now I'm reading it. And I'm like, I already know all this. I already know all this. But I'm I know. not skipping one. I know. What are you doing? What are you doing for Lent? Well, oh, you're juicing. I, yes. So I'm doing like a juice fast, which has been a nightmare. I got to be honest. It It smells. <laughs> okay, for, yeah, but not, it smells it smells like vegetables. It's not bad. It's green. It smells green. No, Ursula and I were at the store and it, not only myself, but the woman working there was like, <laughs> "Oh gosh, I could smell that." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Put it put the lid back on." <laughs> she said it smells like a garden. I got the yeah, man, it <laughs> gosh, it's gross. It's like kale and sludge. I don't know. But listen, I <laughs> I know Lent is not a diet. However, Jesus is the best motivator for me. And I've always wanted to do, to do a juice fast. I have a sugar addiction. I eat a lot of chocolate. And do you really? Oh, yes. You and Al. Really? Him too? Oh, he's a, he has a problem. That's why we're best friends. I know. That's why him and I are besties. Well, you know, I, th it's, I read it takes three to five days for your headaches to like go away when you're detoxing. It took me Did like eight days. For real? <laughs> yes. I'm like, how toxic was Can I? you drink coffee on it or no? No, I'm, I'm, well, so I'm doing a modified. So I'm doing juicing in the morning, I'm juicing at lunch, and then I'm just having like a whole foods dinner. So I'm also cutting out processed food. You know, oh, it was, great. it was time to give my body back to God. I've been feeding myself things that are just not doing me any favors. Yeah. You know, well, so you look great. Well, thank you. And then I'm also reading through Psalms. Yeah. You've been putting them on Insta. I like it. Yeah. So please follow our Instagram because we're doing um, a 40 days of beautiful Psalms on our stories and just, you know, opportunities to just say a quick prayer to the Lord. Um, really quick. Have you have your kids asked to try your juice? Yeah. And they gag when I. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if any of them were like, oh, mom, let me have some. No. no, they absolutely gag. They're like, don't come near me. Now, now if I'm like, who wants to try it? They're like, no, it's all for you, mom. <laughs> I love how you sent me a picture of your your 
sink filled with vegetables all the vegetables (laughs) and look what happened i was driving and i was studying and i (laughs) i drove over a bump and all the juice spilled on my notebook i was like are you kidding me god's like stop this (laughs) (laughs) maybe i should have gave up cussing (laughs) we know who cusses more of the two of us (laughs) i don't know about that i don't know why i'm doing it i don't know why i hate it I hate it. You hate what? Cussing, cussing. or giving up? Yeah. Cuss? Oh no. Oh, cussing. oh. You don't know why you do it. I yeah. Oh well, maybe you'll you'll start a new habit in the forty days. Yeah. I need to. I always told Cadence like come up with a like a clever word. You know, come up with something clever to say instead of oh. the cuss word, like fudgesticle or something. I don't know if you're supposed to do that either. But is that clever? I don't fudgesticle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's PG or G. So, you know, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Mom and ain't easy, okay? But uh, you know what I read? I this is so really cool. Uh, Rob Schneider has found Jesus. And he was actually, he, he just did, like, he had an, I read an article where he was saying that, um, he said, there's no science behind atheism. Oh, I love I love that he said that. Yeah, he said the idea that things just blew up and expanded and here we are, a freak accident. He's like, that There's that doesn't make sense. He said because love, compassion, and empathy, like yeah. there would be no biological reason for those things really. And he's like, you know, they're the, the, we have those because they come from God. Yeah. I can't find D. She became yeah, Christian she's as on well. Fire. Yeah, Jesus. I don't know what she was before or nothing, not religious. I'm not sure, but I don't know. She said she saw like all of her Christian, the people that had Christ in their lives, and then she saw all the people that didn't, and she was like, "That's what I want." That's what I was gonna say. I love that, and that's also what Rob. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, that's what Rob Schneider also said because he's like, you know, like during COVID. I was so unhappy, he said. Like I was so angry all the time, and like you know, I think a lot. I think a lot of people were angry. Yeah. At the time, whether it was you were angry because of the policies or you were angry because people weren't following policy, whatever it was, there was a lot of anger <laughs> at the time. And so he was like, I was consumed with anger, you know, and then he's like, now it's just like gone. Yeah. Your friend that we met, I'm not going to say his name in case he doesn't want us to share it. But remember, he said during COVID, he found Christ. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I'm. That was amazing. Yep. Oh, I love you. You want to hear something amazing? Yeah, of course I do. Oh, sorry. Uh, this article, this article I read. Oh my gosh, um, I hold on. Let me actually pull it up because it was so good, and I don't want to. You don't want to mess it up. I want to mess it up. Listen, you Listen. came to the wrong podcast if you're looking for people that don't mess things up. We don't have all the answers. <laughs> okay, what is? Oh, of course, now it's not loading. Well, basically, uh, I because my okay here it is. Okay, so. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what happened, and then I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> so 200 Muslims in Gaza um, uh, accepted Jesus. Be- recently? Recently. They all had the same dream about Jesus. Stop it. Isn't that wild? Send it to me. I will send it to you. So I'll, I'll, actually, po- I'll actually post it on our Instagram. So I guess what happened was... Um, you know, there's Christian ministries there and they were helping a bunch of people. And what happened was one night everyone fell asleep and they woke up and they all started talking about the same exact dream they had about Jesus. And they all accepted Jesus. 
That is so nutty. Crazy. And it shows you like Jesus is still here. He's still working. He hasn't forgotten. You had just you just told me. Oh, my goodness. What was it? You just told me about the sta- Israel coming. Sta- I think it was 1948. I'm going to mess up the date. Am I wrong? No. Is it 1948? 1948, yeah. You just told me that Israel became a state, and that's why people think end times are near. And I was doing the math. I was telling Al about it. I'm like, okay, we have till we're like 60 for the end times <laughs> to come or start the tribulation to start. Yeah. Well, the Bible is pretty vague about it. It's It just says within a generation of Israel gaining her statehood, which was in 1948. So within a generation, a Bible's generation is 80 to 100 years. So I don't know that I'm not as well versed on that prophecy. I, I don't know all the details, but definitely look into it. I know there's a lot of podcasts actually out there right now that um, some that I had listened to that talk about it more in detail. And I think it's amazing. But actually, some of as I was like reviewing some of these end times prophecies, I'm like, it feels like it's happening now. Yeah. It, it feels like it's it at least feels like we have the the everything's in place for it yeah. to happen if that makes yeah. sense i was um watching this documentary that you recommended wait let me find the name of it i have it written down okay so it's a documentary on netflix was it no it's prime it's on prime anywho it's from 2006 and it's called end times how close are we it's pretty good it's technology has definitely come a long way but it was kind of hard to watch i was like oh my goodness this it's terrible quality. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I was. I thought it was so good. You I watched wouldn't. it like six you times. <laughs> I did. I couldn't help it. Every every time my husband was like out or like working late or something, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like watching the Untimed documentary. He's like, "How many times are you gonna watch that thing?" The information is good. So good, but it's a little bit corny. <laughs> it's a little bit. Corny. Yeah, it is a little corny, but it is good. But anywho, I don't even know where I was going with that. What were we talking about? End times, I think. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I don't remember where we were. Tell me what we were talking <laughs> What did you say? I, I didn't. You just said I was watching the documentary you recommended. I lost it. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you have a very long, boring day and your brain just... I no actually longer. worked today. I'm I came from work. I'm tired, okay? <laughs> <laughs> My brain is fried. I'm not ready. I'm not prepared here. Okay, I have a joke for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. This is different. <laughs> it's hilarious. What was Moses's wife known as when she'd throw dinner parties? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the hostess with the Moses. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Why are you not Edit laughing? that out. No. You're not laughing. <laughs> so funny. It's not. Okay. Apparently, you don't know. It's like humor. the equivalent of a dad joke, but a mom joke. Well, your age is showing. Your age is showing. I am a mom, AJ. <laughs> Have you gone seen the chosen yet? The sure newest did. episodes. I I saw both. Oh yeah, because the uh, the four, five, and six just came out. Which actually you told me, but then you didn't go see it. So we'll talk about the show. So if anyone's listening and you haven't watched The Chosen, um, I think it's a, it's available on Prime. I think the first season's on Netflix now. I think so. Yeah, but it's essentially a show about, you know, Jesus' ministry. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It So Dallas Jenkins, the creator, did I say that right? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, The creator, he is, he really made the Bible come to life. It like I can't believe how much it clears up too. you know, like I think we, we you know, there's that scene in, in season three. What's out right now? Season three or four? 
Four. Okay, so in season three, there is a scene um, with the the woman who bled for 12 years and then she touched Jesus and she was yeah. healed. Well, in the Bible, I feel like it just kind of says like, you know, she, you know, she touched, you know, she she bled for 12 years. She saw a lot of doctors. She wasted all her money and then she touched Jesus and she was healed, which all of that is true. And, you know, and it's an incredible story. But then the chosen kind of shows you the backstory of it, too. You know how she was you know, basically exiled from society because because of the laws, she was considered unclean for constantly bleeding. Right. And so, you know, and how that really would have affected her life where I, you know, when I read that story, I didn't think about the back end of it. Yeah. It's making them human for us, for our time. Yeah. It's, oh, gosh. Oh, it's so good. And it's not, I feel like some religious movies kind of have, uh, some of them are a little bit corny. <laughs> and I just feel like this is so well done. Oh, I know. Blows everything out of the water. I know. It's not For like me. the do- it's not like the documentary <laughs> from 2006. It was great. The information was really yeah, great. Yeah, no. So much cool stuff in there about end times and and all I mean it gives us a lot. But oh, that's what I was going to say. The end times are in that documentary. It like those people of that time, it's from 2006. They thought um they thought it was end times then. You know, like, I I once read that the way the the way the God's story is told and the way that what I was going to say that is that every generation anticipated the end times because it, it should be that way. So you're always being you're always yeah. ready. And and Jesus says that in the Bible. He's like, you know, you don't know when you you know, the son of man is coming at an hour that you do not expect. So you yeah. have to stay watchful. Yeah. And ugh. I feel like judgment is coming no matter what mm-hmm. so if we should always be acting as if it is here now instead of you know yeah i agree and you know let's get into some of our yeah. you know end times thing then in that case so some of these prophecies give me something good <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay um <laughs> Let's first talk about what the tribulation is, in yeah. case anybody doesn't know, or the great tribulation. The tribulation, or also known as the great tribulation, the end times, it's the future seven-year period when God is going to finalize his judgment on unbelievers. Okay, but, so why, so I just want to like go over a prophet. Why do we think that there is a seven-year final judgment coming? Well, actually, because of a prophecy um, from God. So in Daniel 9.25, we find out that the angel Gabriel revealed to the prophet Daniel that God decreed exactly 490 years for his people. So there was a 490-year block that he decreed for his people. And once that 490 years was over, that was it. Yeah. The beginning of the 490 years was when a decree was issued to rebuild Jerusalem, and it ended when the Messiah was cut off. But that only covers 483 of the 490. So there is still a seven-year, seven years left. Gotcha. And Daniel reveals to us that there's also a gap between the 483 and the final seven. So when the Messiah dies and then the final seven years, there's a gap between the two. So the math is mathin'. So we know that there's seven years that are coming, and that will be the seven final years of mankind. Gotcha. Okay, so when does the final seven years begin? We are also told that from a prophecy. Um, according to God, the final seven years begins when the Antichrist signs a peace covenant with Israel's prime minister. 
And Jesus also says in Matthew 24, that is when the great tribulation begins. Um, but, you know, like I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, for this to happen, because, you know, it's like when you read the prophecy, the Antichrist is going to sign a peace covenant. You know, are, aren't you like, I thought it's going to be obvious, right? Yeah. But no, it's it's not going to be you know, Satan, it's not going to be Satan himself with his horns and tail being like, sign that, sign this, <laughs> you know, it's, he's going to make it a lot easier. <laughs> he's going to be a man. He's going to just be a regular man. And he, not only that, but in order for him to attain actual peace in the Middle East, you know, something we've never had ever, you know, for him to do that, like he's going to have to be, he's going to have to, he's going to be an authority figure. He's going to be very well spoken. He's probably going to be extremely intelligent, attractive. I mean, there's going to be something very like, likable. He's going to be extremely likable for him to be able to to do this. Don't you think though, if we, if we know this, we're going to know right away, even if he is likable and kind and whatever. Well, and that's why I believe God in his compassion revealed us this prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, I think if you're you a Christian, the, everyone else. Yeah, and you know the reality is that is it is happening. Like there, are, there, are, like we said, and many times before, there are twenty five hundred, roughly twenty five hundred prophecies in the Bible. Over two thousand of which have been perfectly fulfilled. You know, so there are about five hundred remaining, and some of these are some of those. And you know, based off God's track record. You know, we don't have a lot of wiggle room. It tracks, like, it tracks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for, I don't know, it's just it's crazy to think, you know. But yeah, I think in his compassion, that's why he left us these prophecies. I, Revelations is really difficult. You oh my it. gosh. I'm starting a book right now uh, by a man who's breaking down Revelation. And he said <laughs> it took him six years of studying Revelation just to feel comfortable to write the book. <laughs> you told me that because I was, I'm like, I have no comprehension skills trying to read Revelation. And you made me feel better when you told me about that guy. It's like, you're like, no, it took him six years. Don't worry. And I'm like, I don't understand what I'm reading. I have no idea what any of this means. I've read it one or I've read it at least two times. But there's no, I still don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> I'm like, was this translated properly? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Help, if there's anything me. you get from this episode, it's that we don't know. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. But another, um, another a prophecy that arises out of Revelation uh, is the Mark of the Beast prophecy. And some of you may have already heard this because I had, when I was reading and studying, I was like, I knew about this, but I just didn't know all the details. I had heard of a, I had heard, you know, of, of the rumor of that, that there would be a mark of a beast someday, or we've all heard that phrase, right? Well, what it means and what God is saying is going to happen is that when the Antichrist essentially comes to power through this peace treaty, it, it will be at a time where it will be a one world government. You know, it will be world peace. Yeah. That it will seem like we have attained world peace through the Antichrist. And, you know, I think people are going to trust this guy and we'll finally have a leader that really delivers on his promises, or so it seems. Yeah. And one of the things he's going to implement, according to Revelation, is the mark of the beast, which will require everybody. And actually, I want to read because everybody. It causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead. 
Okay, so you're going to be marked on the right hand or the forehead. And without the mark, you cannot participate in e-commerce. You cannot buy or sell anything. So he's going to make it near impossible to live in his one world government without the mark. But the Bible also says, you know, if you take the mark, like that's it. Right. You can't take the mark. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why this one has that one makes me the most like. The mark freaks me out. I just, we're going to be cast out of society. There's, we're going to have to figure it out. Do you believe in the rapture? I don't know if I believe in the rapture. As of this point in time right now, no. Okay, so same with me. I I know that there are a lot. So I know that Christianity is essentially divided into like two camps. You either believe in the rapture or you don't. Um, For a while I did because I, you know, I... I read a lot of books. I, I read where the, the prophecies they were uh, talking about or the scripture yeah. that they were talking about. So I read them and I and I checked. So so for a while, I think I thought that it was going to happen. Do you want to just explain what the rapture is? Oh, just I, for someone that yeah, doesn't know? Duh. So the, <laughs> so the rapture is essentially when um, it, people believe, Christians believe that Jesus will save people from the hour of trial. That the seven years of mankind, the that when God finalizes his punishment on unbelievers. So people think that the Lord will save the faithful based off of his words and revelation. Because you have kept my word, says Jesus, I will keep you from the hour of trial, which is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell upon the earth. So he says he's going to keep us from the hour of trial. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be in the form of a rapture. Yeah. I don't anymore. I just don't think there's anything specific in the Bible that says we're going to be yeah, uh, well taken the, away from it completely. I I just right the well the yes, whole. the scripture that did uh were was interpreted, you know, in that way when I read it, I also I I I I felt like it could go either way. Yeah. Um I I will say though that it like coming across studying this is when I came across Hebrews 9:27 and it says that all men are appointed to die once. Ooh. Well, you know, the rapture would essentially make it not would essentially not would prove would disprove something in the Bible, right? It would it would contradict the Bible a little bit. I more feel like this is kind of why you have to read it yourself because everyone does get their own perspective. I'm not I'm not saying the rapture is wrong. I just personally have not gotten that from what I've read. I have not. Yeah. But I also have not studied, you know, on the rapture. I just read what I read and take it at face value. It's God's word. Yeah. So but it is hard because revelations is so hard to understand. I'm like, am I missing something? Well, I do. So I do believe, like I said, I do believe based on God's word that he will spare us. I just think it will come in the form of a death. And maybe, you know what? Maybe when we refuse the mark of the beast. Yeah. If we're here for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we can't be part of society without it, (laughs) then we're fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the next prophecy that I think is so creepy is the prophecy of the two witnesses in Revelation 11. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the two witnesses prophecy says that God will send two witnesses to prophecy for 1,260 days. So will they be coming here to just speak the gospel? Essentially, yes. Mm -hmm. But not just that. They're also, from my understanding and what Revelation says, they're also going to... They're not going to be just like 
kindly spreading the gospel, they're going to do it in a way that will invoke fear in people because they know that this is your last chance. Gotcha. I believe that this will happen in the last half of the seven years because for the first three and a half years, Revelation says it will be peaceful. I believe it will happen in the last half of the seven years because, you know, the prophet Daniel writes that for three and a half years, the the end times, the seven years, it'll be peaceful. But then in the middle of the three and a half years, or in the, or I'm sorry, but then in the middle of the seven years, that's when things are going to go south. Gotcha. So I think that's when, that's when things are going to go south. And you know what's weird? 1,260 days is three and a half years. So I think the two witnesses are coming for the last three and a half years of tribulation. So these are the powers. Observant. These are the powers that God is giving them. They have the power to close the heavens. So it's not going to rain that entire time that they're prophesying. Um, They can destroy their enemies with fire. If anyone tries to hurt them, they can kill them. Done. Done? What do you mean? (laughs) Um, Okay, they can turn water to blood. uh, And they can afflict the earth with plagues as often as they want. That's the last thing we need. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know why it makes me sick to, to think about this. Okay. When the 1,260 days are up, God will lift their protection. And what's going to happen is they will be killed. Okay. They will be killed um, by the Antichrist or um, one of his demons, right? Like, or, or yeah. you know, essentially a person who, but. He, um, but we don't know who they are. Well, there are some theories on who they are. Uh, it, there are theories. So there are three theories. It could be just randoms. That's one of the theories. Uh, the other theory is it could be Moses or Elijah because they both appeared with Jesus at the transfiguration on the mountain. Uh, but they also, both of them have, those are the, I want it to be Moses. <laughs> that would be great if it were Moses, but you're not going to be here, my friend. <laughs> Uh, during that time. Uh, so the miraculous powers that God gives them, both Moses and Elijah have performed those. Okay. So that's why people think it could be Moses or Elijah. It could also be Enoch and Elijah. And the reason being is because both of them were the only two men in the Bible who did not die. God took them. He took them with their bodies to heaven. And you only die once. And men are appointed to die once. Oh. So after they're killed, they're going to lay there for three days. They're going to lay there in the street. Okay. And, and then because of, you know, the real time capabilities we have, the whole world's going to be able to see them. And people are going to be celebrating AJ because remember for 1,260 days, these two people caused breathing fire and (laughs) yeah, they caused torment. You know, they were preaching the word of God, but they were also trying to like let everyone know like this is not a joke. So people are going to celebrate. It says that people are going to be exchanging gifts. But then what happens is after the three days, God breathes life back into them and they are raised to heaven and immediately out of terror, um, you know, some people turn to God, the other half are destroyed in like an earthquake that happens at the same time. Yeah. All I'm thinking about right now is the thief next to Jesus in the crucifixion. Oh, the that's that, a great story. Yeah. I just am thinking about when how Jesus he, is like, truly, I tell you today, you and I will both be in paradise. paradise. Together. Yes. So I just feel like there's hope. 
you know, and it's so true. Like you're right, age. Like that that's what the Bible speaks of is the hope of Jesus. Yeah. You know, and like the thief on the cross, he was a sinner up until the moment he uttered those words to Jesus. Yes. And a moment later, he died. Yeah. So he was saved for a moment before Jesus extended his grace. I mean, come on, guys. What like, this mercy. is crazy. What mercy. It's cra- it is crazy. Jesus it's amazing. is so good to us. Like, he really is. <laughs> we, we really. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Even just revealing some of these prophecies prophecies yeah you know if you are and i and i read in a book somebody was saying like why would jesus why would god leave us these prophecies about end times if we're not going to be here but uh, again out of his compassion and mercy for the people who are yeah because when the dots aren't lining up when the world seems to be falling apart there are answers in this book that can give you much yeah also he's filled with mercy he wants you to turn to him you know he created us to be with him yeah that's where we're met. That's where our destiny is. Yeah. We're made for it. Um, just some other prophecies that stand. Of course, I lost it right now. I just had it. Okay. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be um, famines, earthquakes, an epidemic. See, that's why I think a lot of people uh, th- through all generations thought that end times could be coming because there's always been wars and rumors of wars and, you know, pandemics or epidemics yeah. or whatever you said. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's why. But then some of these more specific prophecies, like the mark that we know that yeah. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. We know Moses and Elijah have not prophesied in Israel for a thousand two hundred and sixty six <laughs> sixty days yet. Right. You know what? I wanted to ask you, actually. Actually, so is the thousand because it speaks of Jesus having a thousand years of of peace, world peace. Is is that after? That is after. That okay. well, suppose yeah. The scholars think it is after. So and again, happens- it's all in it's all in Revelation, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't read it. <laughs> that was the best end of show. I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh, that is true. It is true. We tried. We tried so hard. <laughs> We're doing our best, our very best. Do you know when I was a kid, I thought I had ESP? Just talking about prophesy- prophesizing. Oh, prophesizing? really? Prophesying, I think. Thanks. Why, why did you think you had ESP? I didn't think I could control it. I just made up that. I mean, I do weirdly. I do not have powers. I'm saying it here right now. But this is interesting. Go on. <laughs> You're not even going to believe me. I don't, you don't I, believe anything I I'm saying right now. I don't believe. But go on. I, listen, the stupidest things. Yesterday, I asked Al, <laughs> sort of, I asked Al yesterday, just out of being irritating and myself, I was like, wash my face. I'm too tired. Wash it for me. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. And then after that, I even videotaped it and sent it to him last night. I was watching the show. Never seen the episode before. I'm watching the show that my friend recommended. And in there, the woman was like telling her husband, can you wash my face? I'm dead. And I'm it's like, that's weird. Wow. I know it's stupid. But when I was a you kid. You have a gift. <laughs> for washing your face. No. When I was a kid, we were driving home one day. And obviously, my family is my witness. They will hear this. They can testify. <laughs> we're driving home. It was a really bad storm. And I said to my dad, what would you do if a tree fell in front of us right now? And he's like, well, I would. I don't remember what he said. I don't know. Avoid it, whatever. And not even like 30 seconds to a minute, a tree fell in front of our car. Wow. I'm telling you, I have a gift that I don't. Wow. I, I can't control. <laughs> 
I'm the prophet. The prophet. No. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Um. Join us in two weeks when we do. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I have to cut this conversation short to save our listeners. Um. Join us in two weeks when we do an episode on angels. Awesome. Cannot wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Something more lighthearted to talk about. Yeah. I cannot. I can't wait to tell you what I'm learning. No, don't tell me. Well, I won't. I'm just saying, I, can't, I just said I can't wait. It's going to be good. But since you have ESP, you probably know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. May, may God bless you. And may the spirit fill you. 